Welcome to Two Minutes of Daily with Uncle Sikhsilake, the second Sikh of Parsha Vayigash. The Alter Rebbe and Tanya learns a powerful lesson from the story in our Parsha where we find Yosef Atzadik literally repaying his brother's wrong deeds towards him with kindness, Ligmalachayam Tevis, and however you can learn from Yosef Atzadik as well to repay even those people in life who mistreat you with kindness and compassion, not to Chasashalm hold a grudge. How do we do this practically? So there's two points. First of all, recognizing how ultimately everything comes from Hashem, therefore, no person could harm you if it wasn't part of Hashem's plan. And Hashem's plan is for the good. So the action was for the good. What about the person's negative intention? Don't worry about it. Every year does a neshama. Deep down, his essence only means well. Therefore, the person is definitely okay. The action that happened is part of Hashem's plan. So it's all good. And on the contrary, you could actually feel gratitude. You could feel a positive attitude towards this person. We learn this from Yesu Vatzadik in our parsha, where he manages to completely disregard the Shvatim's negative intentions in selling him to Egypt and only see the bigger p- picture where the Abishar orchestrated it for him to become the prime minister of Egypt. We get the koyach from Yosef HaTzadik to as well see another Yid in the right light. And when we could see a Yid in the right light, Hashem sees us as well in the right light for who we truly are, for our essence, not for our intentions. This is connected to a medrash. The Pasuk says, We're asking Hashem, please treat us the way Yosef treated his brothers. And the medrash says a few points. First of all, just like Yosef HaTzadik stored away crops in the years of satiation, or the years of famine, so too Hashem, please take our actions, our mitzvahs, and bring it with us to the world to come. Second point, the Medrash says, just like Yosef sustained every one of the brothers according to their actions, Hashem, please sustain us as well according to our actions. Please repay us for our avodah. And the Rebbe has a few simple questions. First of all, what does it mean, store away our mitzvahs? Obviously, our mitzvahs are not going anywhere. What does it mean we say our world is considered the world of satiation, shnei asava, and the world to come is the famine? Obviously, the world to come is the climax. It's much greater than our world. As well as in the second part of the Medrash, what does it mean Yosef sustained them according to their action? Obviously, Yosef went above and beyond their action, Yosef gave them much more than their actions. They did negative things, and Yosef gave them back with positivity. Why are we telling Hashem, just like Yosef paid them for their actions, pay us for our actions? That explains a very powerful idea. We have to understand, really, what is the idea of Golos and Gula, this world and the world to come? Sometimes we're under the impression that today, in our world, we do the service for Hashem. Mashiach comes, we'll get the payment. The problem with that is, when you learn Chassidus, you understand, every mitzvah we do is giving Hashem pleasure. It's Amshach HaSa'atmos for the greatest, highest levels of Hashem. Therefore, it doesn't make sense that the world to come as a payoff will be our pleasure. Our pleasure is obviously something that can be perceived and experienced by a human being, which is a limited creation. Creation obviously can't, can't be compared to Hashem's pleasure where He is the Creator. Therefore, it doesn't make sense that that would be the climax. The climax would be something so much smaller, so much more limited. Therefore, Chassidus explains that ultimately the world to come is actually step two. It's Giluya Atzimus. Today in Golos, we have Amshach Atzimus. We bring Hashem's presence. And when Mashiach comes, we're actually going to experience that because Hashem's essence is not limited to being hidden. It can also be revealed and experienced that that will be when Mashiach comes. In other words, when Mashiach comes, we will actually have the Tainu Boider. We will have the Creator's pleasure. How is that possible? How could a human being, a limited creation experience the creator's pleasure and the answer is because ultimately a yid is not part of creation a yid is a chilak al mamash we have a neshama which is part of Hashem therefore when we do mitzvahs with our neshama we are able to experience that pleasure of Hashem when Mashiach comes the only question is right so that that ultimately goes back to our medrash where we tell Hashem please take our mitzvahs from our world the world of satiation where this is the only world we're able to actually serve Hashem and do mitzvahs bring it with us to the world to come where we'll be able to experience that 
The only question is, but what about mitzvahs that we don't do with our neshama? What about mitzvahs we do just because of routine? We don't really have that motivation. We don't feel like we are part of creator. We don't feel like we have a neshama. Mitzvahs that we do just for, you know, ulterior motives. And therefore we tell Hashem, look at Yosef Tzadik. Yosef Tzadik judged his brothers only for the positive action that he did. Obviously they had very bad intention, but ultimately what they did was good. Therefore, he paid them back. Hashem, see us for our actions, for our mitzvahs that we actually did, even though sometimes our intentions are not, are not great. And when we could see a yid for his actions, Actions, for his essence, Hashem sees us as well for our actions and ultimately lets us experience it when Mashiach comes to be speedily and have a wonderful day.